sorry, that crunching noise in the background is my dog eating a carrot. So he likes to wait until the recording button is on before he does things like eat carrots and have the zoomies and bark at the neighbour's dog. Because let's be honest, he's an arsehole. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chadbourne, and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this global community, and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. Dear M, recently my best friend and I broke up. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's what it feels like. We've been besties since sixth form, and I honestly thought we'd be mates forever. Over the last couple of years, we'd been moving apart and seeing each other less, but I just assumed that that would sort itself out. Life is busy, right? Then over Christmas, we met for a drink, and it was like she had nothing to say to me. I sent her a text message saying how nice it was to see her, even though it wasn't really, and she hasn't even bothered to reply. I feel so sad. I don't know if this is even a question, but I thought you might have some words of wisdom for me. I thought this is a really interesting question because I actually think that people suffer with friendship breakups so much more than we talk about. We don't really give it much airtime. We don't really consider that it should be something that we grieve or something that our hearts should break over. But friendship is precious just as precious as romantic relationships. Now our society puts a different weighting on those relationships. We assume that romantic relationships are more important than our plutonic relationships. And that's not so, I don't think. In a lot of cases, it's friendships that see people through life. I don't really think that breakups between friends get enough airtime. And as a result, I don't think, I think quite often we feel quite ashamed and alone in our grief when a friendship concludes. I once saw a post on Facebook from Tanya Hennessy. Is that her name? Anyway, she's like an Australian personality and radio DJ over here. And she had written a post saying, who has ever been dumped by a friend? And I can't remember exactly how many responses there were on this post, but the thread was long, man. It was just post after post after post after post of these women saying, you know, my friend just stopped speaking to me suddenly overnight. My friend was meant to be a bridesmaid and then one day just sent me a text message and told me she wasn't coming to the wedding. My friend dumped me by, you know, carrier pigeon, whatever. There were some really heartbreaking and really quite awful accounts of friendship breakups and it got me thinking, like, why don't we talk about this? Like, we talk about romantic breakups. Why aren't there podcasts? Why aren't there support groups? Why aren't we more kind and considerate to the fact that any relationship that ever means something to us, when it concludes, it's painful? So I think what I'm trying to say is I want to give this subject the gravitas that it deserves. And it does deserve 
a full podcast episode, if not a full fucking series of podcasts <laughs> about female friendships specifically. I think sometimes it can be a little bit more nuanced when a friendship breaks up because there tends in a lot of cases not to be that conversation. In so many cases, it just kind of fades out. It fizzles out. Maybe there is like a a just kind of like a drifting apart as opposed to in a romantic relationship where there is inevitably a definite conversation of this relationship is over. And we unfortunately um, call that being dumped, right? But with friendships, we tend not to have those conversations. Very rarely do you hear two girls come together in friendship and one of them go, hey, I've really enjoyed our friendship. I've really enjoyed our time together and you've meant a lot to me over the years. But actually, do you know what? Where I'm at in my life right now, I don't feel the need for your friendship in in my experience at the moment. We don't have those conversations with each other. We ignore each other's phone calls. We avoid going to the same social situations as each other. And we kind of just let it fizzle out. And that can create even more heartbreak in a weird way because you're like did I do something wrong I've been trying to get hold of this woman you know for six months now or we went out for a drink at Christmas and she barely spoke to me so it can be really uh confronting and upsetting because when we don't have a solid answer when we don't really know what's going on with that friendship anymore it's really easy to get inside of our own heads and be like what have I done what did I do how did I offend her am I a terrible person does no one like me oh my god am I ever going to have any friends again am I all on my own in this world and we can kind of quite quickly spiral into that kind of conversation with ourselves so I think it's really important that we understand that in so many cases sometimes friendships do just fizzle out and it doesn't necessarily mean that one party or the other has done anything wrong quite often it's just that life takes us in very different directions and if we're being human well we are evolving and we are learning and we are growing and we are changing because to stay the same is kind of fucking depressing isn't it to be the same person your entire life isn't the beauty of living in today's society that we can learn and grow and change and meet new people and travel the world. And we have so many opportunities afforded to us, more opportunities than we've ever, ever, ever had before. And so naturally, as we move through lots of different jobs, as we meet lots of different people, as we move countries or states or towns, we are going to change and things are going to be different and not all friendships are going to serve us throughout our entire lives. And I think it's quite easy to look for case studies of lifelong friendships and go, that looks amazing and it looks fabulous and I really wish I could have that with my friend who's, you know, just kind of ghosted me. But I actually think those sorts of friendships are are quite unique in the same way that a happy marriage these days is very unique. To, To find somebody who has been happily, and I mean happily, happily, happily married their entire lives to one person, that is unique. So it's not the norm to have lifelong relationships, actually. We live under the social construct that it should be, but actually it's not. And so it's really easy for us to identify friendships 
that have lasted, you know, oh, I went to school with that person. She's been my best friend my entire life. But actually, if you speak to the standard woman in a coffee shop, most women don't have that. Most women aren't still in contact with their friend from high school, their friend from sixth form college, their friends from university. Some are, but very few still have that. Oh God, yeah, no, like she's my like other half sister, you know? I remember at university lying in my mate Hannah's bed with Hannah on one side of me and my mate Kate on the other side of me and just thinking to myself, I don't know how I would ever live without these women in my life day to day. Like they felt like my limbs, you know, we'd lived together for three years. We were so involved in each other's lives. I knew when they were taking a shit. I knew what they were doing every second of the day. I knew what they were eating. I knew them inside out and back to front. And I felt like we were one being. It was incomprehensible to me at the age of 22 that I would ever exist without these women in my life. And although we still, you know, keep in contact and we have a WhatsApp group, like we're living such different lives scattered across the world. And while those friendships will always be dear to me, it would be ridiculous to think that there is something wrong with me because I'm still not that close to them. It's the tide of life and the season of being a human being is that friendships come and friendships go. And I don't think, like I said, that we necessarily give enough conversation to the change of friendships. And so when it happens, we feel like, oh God, is there something wrong with me? But in exactly the same way that romantic relationships come and go, so do plutonic friendships. You know, we've all had that experience, haven't we, when we've worked in an office, or for me, it was working in a restaurant, and you're working with this team of people, and you're on this project together, or, you know, you're working late nights together, and there's a few of you, and you go to the pub together, and you literally live and breathe and eat together all day, every day, and you think to yourself, God, this is such solid friendship that I've got here. And then you leave that job or you moved to a different department or you got transferred to a different restaurant and you're like, oh my God, I'm still going to see those people all the time, man. They're like my people. Yeah, man, we're going to like still hook up every Friday night. And then two months later, you haven't even had a text message from them. And it's not because the experience that you had together wasn't what it was. You're not imagining that you had a great time working those shifts or working on that project or those Friday night drinks. That is still valid. It's just that life moves so quickly and we get so distracted by other things and other people come into our lives and our attention is led elsewhere. And that is a normal ebb and flow of the human existence. And I think when we resist it, when we assume that we should have these lifelong friendships and you and I made a pact when we were 16 that we were gonna be friends forever, what we're doing is we're attaching ourselves to something that is transient. And whenever we attach to something that is transient, oh, that was a lot of words for my poor mouth. Whenever we attach ourselves to something that is transient, there will be suffering because we're asking something to stay the same when it fundamentally at its core can't. It's like standing in front of the ocean and going, I can only be happy if you stop making waves. It can't, it's an impossibility. And so the condition that you're putting on the ocean is trapping you in unhappiness. So take off the condition of your friendship. This friendship will only be valid if we're still friends. It's a bit like saying, oh, 
I can't have possibly loved my high school boyfriend because we're not together anymore. You still loved your high school boyfriend when you were both in high school at that time. It's just that now you don't. The person that you are doesn't today. But that doesn't diminish what that experience was with that person in the past. I think what I'm trying to say is that nothing lasts forever. As much as we want it to sometimes, we have to stop resisting the inevitability of change. Your entire life will be better if you can stop resisting the inevitability of change and stop attaching yourself to things that are transient. Now, having said that, I mean, that's all great in theory, but the reality is when a friendship dissolves in that way, it is sad and we should allow ourselves to grieve. And again, because society doesn't necessarily talk about the breakup of friendship, we don't give ourselves the same permission that we would give ourselves to go through a grieving process if we had just finished with our boyfriend or girlfriend, right? If we have finished in a romantic relationship, we would allow ourselves a time of grief. People would rally around us. Your mates would be like, oh, I'm so sorry, you're going through a hard time at the moment. Your mum would call and maybe even your auntie would send around some pie, right? We would have that sort of level of support because we understand that when a romantic relationship concludes, it's sad, our heart is breaking. But because we don't talk about it in the same way, we don't get that same level of support necessarily when a plutonic friendship ends. So reach out for people. Like, don't be afraid to say, hey, I've just had a friendship end and it's made me really sad and it feels like my heart is breaking because I loved that person. That person was an important part of my life. And nostalgia sometimes feels like grief. In fact, sometimes I can't discern between the two. Is this a feeling of nostalgia or is this a feeling of grief? And are they even the same thing maybe? Don't be afraid to say to your current support group, hey, I'm having a bit of a hard time because of the breakup of this friendship. You'll be surprised how many of your girlfriends go, oh my God, yeah, that's happened to me. Yeah, I felt like that when my university friends stopped talking to me. Yeah, I felt like that when my mate from work turned in, completely turned on me one day and I just didn't know why. And again, I, I think it's quite hard for us to articulate, even as grown-ups, right, the end of a friendship. Many of us go into defensive mode. Many of us go into, oh my God, I'm just going to stop picking on you now and like almost like bullying you to indicate to you that this friendship is over. I'm gonna send you a dirty text message and just blow, you can't behave like that, I don't wanna to speak to you again. And we actually begin to, to kind of like create rather immature and playground type situations to indicate to the other person, hey, I don't wanna be your friend anymore because to stand in vulnerability as a grown up and say, I have loved you as a friend and I no longer love you as a friend feels very confronting. Fuck, we don't even do that well romantically, do we, as human beings? You wanna hear some horrible breakup stories? I can't tell you some of the horrible breakup stories I've heard from clients or from people writing in. Really awful because it is easier for us to deflect through blame and resentment onto another person than it is to stand in vulnerability and go, hey, I'm about to break your heart. So much easier to make it your fault. 
It's the classic, oh, I'll just be mean to her until she breaks up with me. Which I think is why sometimes the conclusion of a plutonic friendship can actually be more messy and less clean cut and a bit more ambiguous than the conclusion of a romantic relationship. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! So I'm going to say allow for grief and reach out to your existing support network and let them know what's going on. Don't be ashamed of it. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just that this relationship has concluded like a million and one relationships before it and a million and one relationships which will follow it. So, you know, really don't be afraid. And and you'll be surprised when you share your story how many other women come forward and be like, oh, God, I feel that. That sucks. The other thing that I will say is that please do allow for new friendships. You know, there are 7.7 billion people on this planet. So there is an abundance of people for you to make friends with. So don't feel like just because that friend has exited your life, you now have less. What you now have is space for new friendships to come into it. And again, I just want to sort of touch back on that idea of like, just because a friendship hasn't stood the test of time or just because you haven't been friends with someone for two or three decades doesn't make new friendship any less powerful. Time is irrelevant when it comes to friendships and relationships. It's completely relevant. I made a friend this year. Her name's Rochelle. She's a fucking legend. I made friends with her in like mid to late August, early September. And if you saw us together, you would think that we've been friends since we were school kids. I mean, we must have known each other in another life. We must have been twin sisters or something. Instantly, it was just like, you and I are friends. And it has just been so solid. We finish each other's sentences. I know how she's feeling. She knows what I'm doing. Like, we just spend so much time together. And it has been almost instantaneous and overnight. The assumption that to be a good friend with someone means that you must have known them for a really long period of time. That's just a fairy story. It's a story that you're making up in your mind. So what you've done is you've said, well, I've been friends with this woman since sixth form college, right? So what age is that? 16, 17. So I'm never going to be able to replace that length of friendship. So therefore, I'm never going to have a friendship as good as that one. You're never going to have a friendship like that one because every friendship is unique. But I'm telling you now, you could meet some chick at your yoga class tomorrow, go for a coffee and instantly fall in love with that person as a friend. And it will feel like, how did I ever exist without you? (laughs) How do you know all this stuff about me? How do we finish each other's sentences? How do we share the same sense of humor? So don't worry about time. Time is irrelevant when it comes to friendships. Try not to attach to the length of a friendship and assume that the length of a friendship is indicative of the strength of a friendship because it's not at all. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. 
The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. I'm just going to jump into the comments. Friendships are important to me. Yeah, friendships are important. So important. Especially for women. I mean, it's easy for me to say that because I'm a woman. So I've got no idea what it's like to be a guy. So I cannot stand here and be like, oh, they're more important for women than they are for men. Who the fuck do I think I am? I've got no idea what it's like to be a dude. So I take back that comment. What I know as a woman and what I observe through my clients and my friends, and certainly I saw this in my mum, is that female friendship is very important. Um, I've had that and it knocked me for months. Yeah, it, it is. It's, a bit, it's being dumped. Your heart is being broken. An emotional tie is being severed. And you're often left with a lot of questions and a lot of doubt. And that's hard to integrate. It's a loss. We don't do well at loss as human beings. But yes, you're right, Kathy. making room for new and better friendships, for sure. My soul sister of 18 years dumped me in a very public way, tried to ruin my relationship and my employment all in a matter of a week. I was lucky to have some other lovely friends that rallied around me. Yeah, you know, the other thing to remember is you just don't know what's going on for somebody else. Always reflect and sit in the seat of self-awareness. And if you can sit in the seat of self-awareness and appropriately take on the feedback that the rest of the world is giving you, and you can decide and sit in the safety of the knowledge that you are living, breathing, acting to your highest integrity and to your full set of standards and values, then other people's reactions to you are not your responsibility, it's on them. If that's not the case, if you're bitching about other people, if you are causing drama, if the feedback that is coming to you is that no one ever wants to be around you, then that's fucking feedback and you need to take that on and you need to make the appropriate changes and do the inner work. But if you can hand on heart from a seat of full self-awareness, in your soul know that you are living to your integrity standards and values than the people around you and the way that they react to you that's not your responsibility i guess to conclude allow yourself some grief allow yourself to be sad allow yourself to mourn the loss of this friendship but then don't attach to the grief allow it to come and then experience it feel it don't resist it because in the feeling of it, you'll also allow it to leave. And then uh, acknowledge what your friendship was, that it was glorious and that it was wonderful and that it holds amazing memories for you and it served you in a certain season of your life. And now you and your friend are in different seasons. And that means you're gonna be doing different things and making new friends and really open yourself up to the experience of allowing new friendships into your life. And just remember that the length of a friendship does not determine the strength of a friendship. And the length of a friendship does not determine how powerful new friendships can be in your life. So I trust that that was really useful. Um, I thank you all for joining me today. Um, and how reassuring it is to know that we're not alone, that lots and lots and lots of people 
have experienced the breakdown of female friendships in their lives and and it's a real thing and you are allowed to be really sad about it that's it for today's episode i trust you loved it and remember you can join me as i record these episodes live all of the details are in the show notes if you love this episode i'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials and please tag me unashamedly emily You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, the Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.